Now, that song is called Skating by the Vince Guaraldi Trio from the obviously legendary, legendary Charlie Brown Christmas special. Have you seen it yet this year? No, I have not. I have. Have you really? I have. Really? Yes, it was on uh, something. I think my favorite, I mean, like, obviously that's so much a part of our childhood, right, and our lives. Yes. I mean, that song, that movie came out before any of us were born. But when you see Charlie Brown and Linus sitting there with their, their like, hands on their chins and their elbows on the little ice wall or the yeah. fence or whatever it is, and just talking about life, I, I don't know that it gets more real than that. I don't know that anything is more profound than what they have to say. Simple, perhaps trite in the eyes of the cynical, but really important. And it harkens back to our childhood, just being outside in the freezing cold. And you'd stay out there for hours and hours, hours and hours. hours. And you come in and your mom would go into the bathtub. And you'd go into the bathtub and you'd have that stinging feeling right away from the hot water. But then you're just like, oh, this is the best. And you just go right off to sleep with no worries whatsoever. And then your parents would start fighting. The alcohol would come out. Wow. Oh, I, sorry. That's just my life. It was all going the right direction <laughs> for a minute there. But welcome to the real world. I've always believed the universe seeks a balance. This is the Brian Oka Show, episode 285. You know, though, Sean, you're not wrong. Uh, my name is Brian Oak. That is Sean Bernard. Sean, how have you been? I've been doing great. I saw your trip online, at least, through the uh, amazing world of Facebook. And it looked like a wonderful, relaxing, introspective, harmonious, glorious trip. It was important for me. Um, I've told you that uh, I felt really indulgent and selfish to take myself away for five days on a vacation. But I also felt like if I was going to, now's the time. I'm a 54-year-old man. I've never done it before. I went to my favorite spot on the planet, and I got lucky because it's supposed to be cold and wet and terrible there this time of year, <laughs> which is kind of why I did it this time of year, A, to save cost, and B, just because I'm not afraid of that kind of weather. I love the cold and inclement weather. I don't always want to live there, but I'm never, I've never been afraid of it. But every day we got into the upper 40s. I got maybe an hour of rain the entire time at the coast. Now, apparently now, until the foreseeable future, it's going to be pouring out there. I got very lucky. And as I wrote on social media, the the Pacific Coast to me, and specifically the Central Oregon Coast where I was, not only is it nostalgia, but it's so dynamic there that it's never the same experience twice when you head down there. I went down there five times over the course of four days. One day I took myself on two long walks. You never know what you're going to see. You never know what it's going to be like. And time alone with your thoughts, but not just, it's, it's not like it's absolute solitude. You're not sitting in a quiet forest. There's the constant thrumming of the oh. tide on the ocean. There yep. is the the marine air, which smells so much different than our air here. Not better, just different. It, it really transports one. It was absolutely spectacular. I'm really glad I went, man. Yeah, and I, I know the pictures were beautiful, but I know they also don't do it justice. That's the whole bit. I mean, like, it's, you know, the stills may look like something at that you'd buy at a accessories store, you know, like yeah. if you want to go and put the little caption below. Beautiful, <laughs> you know, inspirational posters and frame it in some shit walnut frame and put it on your wall where you work and pretend that you don't want to die. Uh, what would you caption one of those at the accessory store? Um, oblivion. You have to work hard to get there, but you're going to be so happy once you do. 
<laughs> the Brian Oak story. Before we move forward and talk to today's guest, who has been a guest on this show before, and she really is a guiding light to me in the sense that I I always believe her. And I think that she, despite despite the constant, uh, what, what do they call it? The outra- outrageous, uh, the, the wait, the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. Is that it? Shakespeare? Anybody? Sure, sure. Yeah, okay. Oh. No, neither of you know. It's fine. I do. It, <laughs> I'm a drama major. Oh, I'm so okay. So is that is that even close to the original yeah. quote? So. All right. Despite those things that life throws at us, she maintains a positivity and a brightness and a brilliance and a creativity that I've always appreciated. I'm very glad that Katie Vernon is going to be our guest. Before we talk to her next, though, I do have to thank a couple other people. We are in the Smart Start MN studios, very near to the juncture of 48th and Chicago in South Minneapolis. This is our home turf. This is our turf, right? We protect yeah. it, right? Yes, we do. Out there every night. Yep. Making keeping sure none watch. of those scrubs. We're just keeping watch. From south of 62 are moving up on our turf. Yep. I just, uh, when, I, when my shift is finished, then you come over <laughs> from like midnight to 4 a.m. till you got to be over at No, cities. just kidding. I usually go to sleep by about 7.30 p.m. Uh, in any event, we love it here. And Smart Start MN is Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. They were there at the dawn of the ignition interlock program that was developed and approved by the legislature and all the government of Minnesota. You get a DUI, you're losing your license. That's a given. There are no ways around that. However, you can get back into your car sooner and for way less than you would expect uh, expect thanks to our friends at smart start yeah just go to smartstartmn.com slash the brian oak show that'll get you 20 percent off the installation of the ignition interlock we're entering into a season where many of us are thankful for what we have many of us wish we had more than what we have but almost everybody has something worth hanging on to and for those of you who are thinking about the future maybe you're thinking about you maybe you're thinking about your kids grandkids nieces nephews There's something to wealth. You know, there are more important things than money, but when you have it, there's a security that goes along with that and also a legacy you can pass on. The folks at Moxie Wealth Management, that's really their whole goal. Jill Burgess has been on our show before, and I've been on his podcast most recently. I haven't listened to it, but you tell me that I was somewhere between De Niro and Yahoo Serious. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I actually thought it was. Very, I thought it was very good because it wasn't forced. Um, you guys didn't talk about financial stuff the entire time. No, which well, wouldn't have been I, wouldn't have been appropriate. But it was a way for him to introduce his friends and fans and customers to you and to explain why you're in partnership and why we're in partnership with him. And and I just thought it, there were great questions asked by him. He clearly prepared for the interview, which was nice because you never know. Well, um, here's the weird thing. It was I'm always the questioner. I'm almost yeah. never the questionee. And it was nice to have somebody. Here, here's what I like, and here's what I try to do. You look at the person you're talking to, like yes. I am to you now, yes. in the eyes. And so, yes, I have prepared questions, but I'd much rather have an actual yeah. conversation with you than go, well, interesting. Anyway, as I was yeah, going, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, and Joe wasn't like that. There I think he, I think he yeah. did a really good job. Yep, really good anyway, the, the reason we have teamed up with Joe and his team at Moxie is because they do good work. They're a whole team effort. You're going to have savings. You're going to have insurance. You're going to have m- property, a- many other aspects. He has got a fully developed team there. So if you're looking at thinking about, you know, look, they're not going to make you wealthy overnight, but they will protect and invest and bolster what you already 
have, you should at least check them out. MoxieWealthManagement.com is how you find out more about them. Oh, and very briefly, Joe Burgess is a registered representative and investor advisor representative of Securing Financial Services Incorporated. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Securian Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Northstar Resource Group is independently owned and operated. Moxie is affiliated with said Northstar Resource Group and is independently owned and operated 2701 University Avenue, Southeast Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55414. Nothing says cool podcast like legalese. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes, Katie do. Vernon is our guest just ahead. But first, here we are in the teeth of the holiday season. Shit, man. Christmas is two weeks from Sunday, Sean. Uh-oh. Y'all done? You got everything wrapped up? I have not started. Same. Let's try to lose ourselves and forget about all the crass commercialism and try to lose ourselves, even just for a couple short minutes, in the spirit of the season, a great Canadian singer-songwriter, one of my favorites, and this is in my top ten favorite Christmas songs of all time. It's Ron Sexsmith, Maybe This Christmas, on The Brian Oak Show. Maybe this Christmas will mean something more Maybe this year love will than ever before And maybe forgiveness will ask us to call Someone we love Someone we've lost For reasons we can't quite recall mm-hmm. Maybe this Christmas Maybe there'll be shone before will shine once more Sexsmith, maybe this Christmas, episode 285 of the Brian Oak Show. We're just past our three year anniversary. I mean, I don't know. Have we jumped the shark? Is it over? It could be. Fuck off. It is not <laughs> over. Not you personally. The uh, I don't really want to say that at universe. I'm not really looking to get hit back at. All I'm saying is we still have it happening. And today we are joined by a guest who has joined us before. And all the nice things I've said about her before, I genuinely believe she is. I don't know. She feels real. Every time I talk oh, to her, I'm, I'm like, real, baby. Oh, oh, I trust me. I'm aware. I'm at, oh, I'm not coming at you. I'm just, no, I'm just I letting know. you know that compliment was absolutely real. Oh. Katie Vernon is our Hi. guest today. Katie, how are you? I'm good. I'm so much better than last time I was here. Last time I was here, I was very real. 
and I was, um, I had just, my band had just broken up. Yeah. So it was, I, I don't regret anything I said that day, but I was sad. I was sad, Katie. Well, um, I, I don't know if you're a real listen- Katie. Yeah. I, was real. I don't know if you're ever listening to this podcast, but Sad Brian shows up about what <laughs> once true. every two I episodes, do. three I episodes. Do well, I'd say at least part of every episode. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, you know, I, I'm a big believer in you know being honest and talking about hard stuff. I mean, that's kind of my, you know, kind of my bread and butter. But um, well, to me, that's the whole know, point of real conversation, yeah. right? Like, I mean, yeah. we're not always trying to make other people our therapists. No, but if there's something going on, yeah, I like to always have a copay in my pocket I agree I agree so I I do need to give that out every now and then just for a brief (laughs) just for a very very brief revisit your band had broken up and I know it wasn't easy and some people took it differently than other people took it and now how long ago was that that you were with us here I mean that was Um, a while back yeah it was a while back we broke up in the summer of last year wow that's been a long time has it been a year and a half since you've sat down in the smart start MN studio it has yeah. Wow. And I so, I mean, like, crazy. Right? It has to be. Have, yeah. Have, wow. Has everyone found their way forward again? Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to go TMZ yeah, yeah. on it. No, I just... And, you know, I mean, at the time, and I don't, you know, I, I don't regret anything I said. In fact, I probably was too nice to those jerks. But, oh, um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Here I'm kidding. We go. Um, but TMZ, no. TMZ, <laughs> let's do this. I said a lot of nice things. But um, no, the trumpet player, Paul Odegaard, and I still are together. We just right. did a gig this past weekend. Um, everyone is busy doing things. Um, Simon, my, uh, keyboard player, Simon Husbands is still in my ABBA band. So we are, you know, going strong. And, you know, I called him a couple of weeks ago just to remind him how fond I am of him. You know, he's a great guy. So yeah, we were together for 10 years, 10 years for a band is hard and and then you know you put on 10 top years of that, for a marriage is hard 10, 10 years for anything 10 yeah. years for a car is hard right. i mean like and so keeping all those people together yeah. i don't think there's any shame in that game no. life evolves we all change well, and, right? you know it's been a rough rough time for live music you know everything had to be well rough time for everything i hate right, to say right. it just affected musicians but you know we didn't play shows for so long then we went back you know back out and played some of the shows that we'd had booked and postponed and mm-hmm. um we made three records together. I'm really proud of those. They're great. Um, and then I, you know, as positive as I was about all of that, I think I had a bit of a delayed reaction. You know, I had a whole bunch of solo shows booked and I did them and I kind of, you know, put my sparkly pants on and got out there and played my <laughs> shows. But, you know, I think I, I had a bit that. of a delayed reaction to, you know, then it hit me. You know, I, w- I was sad about it. And, and you know, I, I would love to just be able to say, yeah, I can do that show at any venue that, you know, that is nice enough to ask me to play. But not every venue wants you solo or just me showing up with a trumpet, you know, player. Um, So I miss playing full band shows and I have to just, you know, really uh, get to work and get out there. And I have some really great people waiting in the wings. We literally just have to try to schedule rehearsal time because I've got some great new songs and they're all bangers. Like they need a band. That's great. So yeah, I'm writing very, and they're very feminist, very, um, kind of guttural, you know, rock and roll songs. And I'm like, "Mm, this is interesting, but I need a band to play these. So it's going to happen. I don't know. I, if you're flirting with the universe right now, what you're doing, <laughs> but like the thought of guttural feminist songs <laughs> yeah. from the voice and attitude of Katie <laughs> Vernon seems like a really appealing thing oh, about 2023. Yay. I mean, like, yeah, they're there. They're when are coming. they going to see the light of day? You know, I, I gave them a dry run. Paul and I, uh, we did the little ukulele and trumpet duet thing um, at the Astor Cafe a couple of months ago and unveiled some of these songs and kind of explained they will rock at some point, but here they are. 
and people responded really well, and it was a ton of fun playing them. I imagine. I mean, they're, like, so, they're quite rageful, but well, they're great. <laughs> I, well, I think I think almost every truly great song, right? I mean, like if a song has heft, if a song has. Oh, God, I'm about to use a word that I can't stand. Ooh, the right. only thing I hate more than when people say, it is what it is, oh, yeah. is the word gravitas. Oh, yeah, oh. gravitas but but yeah. it does mean a thing, right? Like I mean, it like, does, so yeah. if, if a song has that, I feel like it can be articulated in almost any way. I mean, you could be playing yeah. a children's xylophone. Yep. You could be playing a ukulele and trumpet combo. Yeah. You could be doing a full rock band. You could be going full trans-Siberian orchestra on that <laughs> shit. If a song is real, it's real. Yeah. And you feel good about them, yeah? No, absolutely. And, um, you know, they're, they're not all uh, kind of, you know, band breakup songs. But I was beginning, you know, even before the band, you know, kind of went our separate ways to... Um, I think, you know, the whole Me Too movement, the fact that I was asked um, to contribute a song to a local compilation about Me Too, it really got me digging a little deeper than just beyond myself. You know, I've done a lot of kind of navel gazing into my, you know, uh, grief and uh, my own um, kind of mental health issues. And I think that I am beginning in my songwriting to look a little bit beyond just me and, you know, my role in this universe, you know, as a woman who feels you know I'm getting older maybe I feel a little overlooked maybe I have some chips on my shoulder but instead of just you know kind of staying at home and weeping into my ukulele I just want to say you know fuck that like I can strut around the stage and actually sing to this and hopefully you know they're kind of the Gloria Gaynor um, energy of like breakup songs it's like okay you broke up with me well hell I don't need you anyway because I am you know having a little private party of myself and I am great and look what you're missing I have, so that's kind of the energy that they have I've seen you strut across the stage <laughs> in sparkly pants oh yeah, yeah I'm no, doing I, a lot of that lately <laughs> good for you because you know Katie Vernon is worth paying attention to oh, and she's got you. it happening so now you have done something very special um we don't, I mean, we've we've done 200, this is episode 285 of the Brian Oak Show. Ah, congrats. That, it, well, thank, thank you, you very much. <laughs> Appreciate that. We just passed our three-year mark, and I have Sean to thank for that. And um, Brian. Well, I want smart I start. Get, apparently, uh, okay, here <laughs> we and go. Moxie. And Moxie. And Moxie. Here we go. And Edina Realty, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> also, audio quip, we'll get to that a little yeah. later on. <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> Ooh, you, you said, I, do, you said I did something very special, and I'm, I don't know what it is, so I'm waiting to find out. Mm. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> vacation brain. Vacation brain. Thanks again to MoxieWealthManagement.com. Um, no, you, what did I say? Hmm. Well, I did a little thank you show for you once. Was it that? No, no, no. Uh, the no, ABBA band. No, oh, that's uh, bad. Was there. Sparkly pants. Sparkly pants. We're gonna have to go back and listen because I, I've never had my train of thought that oh. derailed before, by all of your commercialism. <laughs> it absolutely we blacked me out. Fun, Brian. All right, in it. Oh no, no, no! I remember. Ooh. So in that time of doing the 285 episodes, yes. we've only had probably. And tell me if I'm wrong, Sean, because apparently my, my, my memory is not <laughs> ideal. I mean, maybe seven, eight artists ever play live in the Smart Start MS Yeah, Studios? that's about right. Oh, I, okay. Somewhere in there? Yeah. 
you brought along a beautiful ukulele. It is. That before, it's stunning. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Before we hear our first song that you're going to do live in the Smart Start MN studio, yeah. will you tell me about your ukulele? Yeah. Here, here, and here's why I ask. I think among the uninformed, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way, because you know I don't <laughs> feel the same way, but I think the ukulele to a mm. certain quadrant of our society feels like a little bit of a jokey instrument right it right? don't get no respect well it, but but i mean that for real like for it sure. doesn't when yes. but i've also watched people dance around a ukulele like people dance around a banjo mm. it there when it's on point there's nothing like it so i don't intend right. any disrespect but you know there's disrespect out there, there is disrespect and i will um actually say that I I kick myself that it took me until my late 30s to even pick up a ukulele because right. a good friend of mine, Dave Capel, the inventor of magnetic poetry, Go on. Um, he <laughs> was telling me for many years to pick up a ukulele and that I would enjoy it and that I should play it. And I thought, eh, it's kind of a toy. They're kind of dumb. I don't want to play that. And that's the point I was um, getting to. Yeah. I think a lot of people no, they feel seem that way. they kind of tinny and throwaway and like a kid's toy. Right. I had never seen like a real ukulele. You know, I mean, and I won't say like a soprano ukulele, they're the real deal. They're amazing. But I had never really heard someone play one well. Um, and I saw Lucy Michelle, and I have told her this to her face, with tears in my eyes right. and her thinking I'm a lunatic, um, which is accurate, <laughs> uh, which is an accurate statement. Um, I have told her how much she inspired me because I saw her at a singer-songwriter night playing a tenor ukulele, so it's a little bit bigger, you know, kind of just looked like a smaller guitar, which is what they are, <laughs> funnily enough. Mm. And um, and she filled the room with the sound. It was beautiful. And it really was just appealing to me, you know, in a whole new way. And I literally went out that weekend and um, went into uh, Twin Town Guitars and said, what ukulele does Lucy Michelle play? Because I want that one. And they knew. They're like, it's this one. And so um, I bought one and never looked back. And, yeah, it's it's interesting because I find it a lot less intimidating to play. You know, I kind of taught myself and then, you know, bought a couple of books and I just never felt like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm not good enough to even try this. Like, I don't compare myself to other people as much. Like, there's always a million great guitar players, you know, at any venue you show up at. Usually in your own band, you know, you're outnumbered by great guitar players. Even the drummers, like, better than me, you know, on guitar. <laughs> um, but no one plays the uke. So it just kind of, you know, freed me up a little bit to just, like, rediscover it. And as a songwriter, that's, like, the best thing you can ever do is just to sit down and kind of retrain your brain on something new and it led to me songwriting it led to me accompanying myself you know all these things that kind of put off um for all of my songwriting and performing career suddenly I was doing um so yeah it was great and since then I have discovered the amazing world of ukulele um people and players and that opened up the UK to me for touring and um turns out there's a lot of very very good ukulele players I just hadn't met them so and will you have yeah, it with it. you on Sunday? Oh yeah, for sure. Good. Of so course. we're what's on Sunday? We're doing <laughs> our Patreon event. Yay! Uh, with Sarah Morris on Sunday afternoon. Wait, this coming Sunday? This coming Sunday? No, exactly. I'm ready. Yeah, four thirty to seven o'clock. We've got Sarah Morris, Katie Vernon will be there, Doug Collins will be there, and Ben uh, Cook Feltz will be accompanying uh, Sarah Morris the whole time. So he's going to accompany <clears throat> me on something. Is he too. okay? Mm-hmm. So, so He's happy great. about that. If you are a Patreon member and you did not get the email, check your spam as well. There's still plenty of room in the venue. It's at Beast Barbecue at 825 East Hennepin. It's going to be a fantastic time. 
uh, we'd love to see you there. Uh, did you see that we just got a new Patreon subscriber today? No, I didn't. I, well, we did. And so make sure they get an invite because <laughs> maybe that's why they did like, I got to see Katie Vernon. I heard I from some people it's it. going into their spam, and that was very troubling to me because that doesn't okay. usually happen. But the way it works, I mean, often, oh, unfortunately. It's so frustrating. Always check your spam folder yeah. because there are things that come through. People are like, I... Even concert tickets will go to your spam oh folder. Oh, my gosh. So you yeah. got you got to keep your eyes open. And we're not saying that you should have to pay for this content. But if you're enjoying this right now, if you listen and you're not a Patreon member, even a couple bucks a month, all it's going to do is get you into these special events like this and um, make sure that we can keep doing the Brian Oak Show. Speaking of, we'll talk more about the event coming up on Sunday, which is just two short days from now as this publishes. I feel like we've gone too long without listening to music. Ooh, all right. how, how would you feel, Katie, about playing a song for us on yes. that gorgeous ukulele? It or, is a gorgeous ukulele. It really is. Or as our Hawaiian friends would say, ukulele. Yeah. Um, well, not just the Hawaiians. The uh, the very pretentious uh, British people that play. <laughs> they nice. like to point that out to me as well. <laughs> That's it. Don't you mean the ukulele? I'm, I'm like, glad oh, I'm not on the now. only prick on this planet. Unbelievable. <laughs> Katie, tell me about the song you're going to play for us yeah. and let's hear it. Well, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a couple for you. So this first one is just a good old classic. And uh, it's one of my favorite songs. So hopefully it doesn't sound too bad on the ukulele. I'll have a blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue thinking about you. Decorations of red on a green Christmas tree won't mean a thing, dear, if you're not here with me. I'll have a blue. Christmas, that's certain. And when that blue heartache starts hurting, you'll be doing alright with your Christmas off white. But I'll have a blue. That's where people <laughs> wow. in in great profusion are supposed to lose their mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sean, you and I have talked many times. I I'm, got goosebumps. I, I've heard that song Aww. a million times, and I've certainly heard the Elvis version so many times, but 
That was gorgeous, Katie. Oh, thank you, you for that. And and it's sitting literally four feet from you yeah. while that went down. Um, Sean, you and I have talked many times about my avid love of collecting holiday music. Yes. Halloween <laughs> might be my favorite, but by far my collection of Christmas slash holiday music is five times as big. And it, wow. mat- it matters to me. But it obviously matters to you as well, Katie, because you don't play a song like that with that kind of feeling without actually caring about this time of year. Oh, yeah. Was it important as a kid? Was it fun as a kid? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm mad crazy for Christmas. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's funny because um, I was telling someone the other day how ridiculously, I mean, I'm a grown-up. I don't know why I get <laughs> so excited about Christmas. Same. But there's a thing where um, any other time of the year, if I wake up, like if I'm going to take a trip or like start a new thing, you know, I will wake up like crazy excited, like just burst my eyes wide open at five o'clock in the morning. And my husband, knowing how I'm feeling, will mm-hmm. say, Merry Christmas. Because oh. he knows that's that's how I get at Christmas. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I get ridiculously excited. But um, from the age of, well, really nine onwards, it's been a complicated feeling because right. that's the year that my mom got very sick. Mm-hmm. Um, she died three years later. So... You know, when I was 12, my dad, you know, literally took my brother and I to the toy store, to Hamley's toy store, which if you've ever been to London is yeah. like the biggest. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, Tom Hanks should be jumping around on yes. a you know, like piano the, there. F.A.O. Schwartz. It's yeah. very yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like crazy, crazy, exciting toy store. And he took my brother and I there, you know, knowing like, oh, my God, my wife used to do this. What do I do? You know, and, and told us, like, pick out whatever you want for Christmas. And that should be an amazingly exciting thing but it was such a sad experience because it was like what i pick out my own present because my mom's dead like this is is very weird and um anyway so i have a very push-pull relationship with um with christmas because you know you don't a lot of people don't have their loved ones or the people that they want Mm. you know there and I'm very conscious of that this time of year. Well, and many people didn't share the same sort of joy, even at a young age, that all of us shared, at least at certain points there. Mm-hmm. And that complicated relationship with this time of year, yeah. I think is fairly universal no matter what angle it comes from, but it hasn't completely poisoned the well for you. You no, still enjoy I'm, this. No, I'm ridiculously joyful. And, <laughs> um, and you know, I think that's just throughout my life been my saving grace. I mean, I, I call myself on Twitter a singer of sad songs on a happy instrument. And, you know, I am like this kind of Dickensian, you know, orphan, <laughs> sad person, you know, with um, clinical depression and, you know, a, a drinking problem that <laughs> I'm now, you know, in recovery from. I mean, there's a lot of like really tough shit like swilling around in my brain, but I am ridiculously always chasing joy. Like I'm just always, always doing that. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, there is that other side of me. I mean, because if there wasn't, you know, who knows? But. Oof, when the, we don't like to think about that. We're trying yeah. to have a positive yeah, holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of... Well, like, you, do you take medication? Well, I mean, we all do in our own way, don't we? Um, the, the positivity you're talking yes. about is clearly expressed 
in the shirt you're wearing right now. Will yes. you please describe I, to I, our listeners what you're wearing right now? <laughs> well, I'm so excited to be wearing this, and I'm wearing it in your honor. Um, for in my boys. honor? Yeah, I'm wearing it for the Brian Oak <laughs> podcast. I knew you guys would get a kick out of this. So I'm wearing a gift. This is my my gift from my sister-in-law from mm-hmm. London. Uh, it didn't show up until the second week of January this year, so uh. I never got to wear it last Christmas. I mean, we're talking like 11 and a half months ago. Yeah, yeah. Right, and, right, and, right. and I've been like anxiously waiting to wear it. It is a uh, a simple, you know, nicely fitting little red sweatshirt with a very sparkly emblazoned uh, George Michael and Andrew Ridgely oh, uh, nice. wham last Christmas. Oh. Uh, but I think that's damning it with faint praise because <laughs> it is a perfect Christmas red. But Andrew Ridgely is in a full-blown reindeer yeah. costume. He is. And of course, George Michael with his perfect mullet yeah. has the Santa costume Santa on holding hat. all the presents. Yeah. Are you familiar with the game, the annual game called Whamageddon? I am, and I'm in it, oh and I, I haven't yet. Uh, it has to only be, so for anyone who doesn't know the game, you have to, for starting December 1st, you're in the game until you hear the Wham version of Last Christmas. And I haven't I yet heard you it. My- is there another See, version? Oh, there's so many. Oh, my but gosh. But there's, there's the first version, so right? Yes, yes. All right. First so and I best. was not... I. I, I used to partake in Whamageddon. In fact, one year I was in a, a, a pool with money involved. Oh, wow. But, I mean, I, I trusted everyone. It was the honor system. Yeah. But this year I hadn't really even thought about it. Like, I was so out of the context of Christmas. Right. Went on a vacation. Yeah. I'm watching the ocean. I love this time of year. I'm into the holidays like you are, but yeah. it was completely out of my mind. I'm at the airport waiting to catch my plane on the way back home. This would have been Wednesday afternoon. And I'm sitting there and I'm eating like a breakfast bagel or something stupid somewhere. And all of a sudden it comes on overhead and I'm like, Wham a fucking getting. <laughs> Wham a getting. Now you're it, out. It, no, everyone out, and I'm out, which is fine. Yeah. I don't need to hear it again this yeah. season because I hate that song. Oh, um, um, I, I love it. Well, Unapologetically. I, again, but again, <laughs> the last thing I will ever do is dampen someone's joy, mm-hmm. but I, I will. I will not also restrain my feelings about things. Doesn't mean yeah. one person's right, no, one person's wrong. Yeah, I just I that and simply having a wonderful Christmas time mm-hmm. by Paul McCartney. I love that one too. <laughs> I'm on my own little island. Out. I, you know, no, I'm, no, no, I'm but, but I'm, thing, I'm out I'm on the minority. island, <laughs> loving. Nice. Bad songs. I, nice. I, 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 oh, I love sad songs. But I, so I'm in oh, the minority. These songs, there's, <laughs> there's a reason that those songs are legend. Yeah. Because they're wildly popular. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's not my jam. And I well, understand. Oh, now, no, in the I UK, one other thing, real quick. And oh, oh, I feel like I may have caused a risk. No, no, not at She's all. Because away this, time, this time of year is, this time of year is when I have to, uh, try to control my loathing of the movie um love actually because everyone oh, thinks gross. i might like that movie no and it's, i don't i don't either i don't either like, it's so sexist do you yeah. know do you so know what bad. a better christmas movie is than that any anything. gremlins is oh. a better christmas movie than that okay gremlins has not aged well have you watched gremlins no wow i you know really? you kind of you forget oh, well, how grossly inappropriate the 80s were well when, I mean, I when, it, when it, it turns so out to when the the inventor dad goes into chinatown to buy the first um mogwai yeah. Yeah. No, there's so much about it that's dreadful. There's and a lot I, of I watched it with my there. kids and I was like, ooh. 
I did not realize how badly this movie had aged. <laughs> you know what else aged poorly was, um, oh, what's the name of the song? Um, the other one from uh, the guy who did Wild Thing, Tone Loke. Oh, another oh. song called... A song? Song? Funky Cold <laughs> Medina? Yeah. Oh, I, I can, That's I basically a song about oh. drugging people and oh, oh no I yeah anyway let's anyway. not talk about that it's the <laughs> holiday season before we get another song from katie katie now this is going to come out and people only have a few hours to oh, respond yes. you have a gig tonight yeah well i have a i have a fun like just hosting supporting gig i'm not playing myself but we have amazing guests so this this event happening tonight at the Music Lab in South Minneapolis, 56 and something and Bloomington. Okay. Um, it's called the Music Lab. It's a music school. So if that's confusing to you because it's not a venue, they do special events sometimes. Mm-hmm. Tonight's special event is called Unhappy Holidays. Oh. And it is put together by Dissonance. Dissonance is a mental health and arts nonprofit I've been a part of for six years. I've been sober for six years, so that's what ties all that together. Thank you. Just being a couple of dips in the road, but I don't know who's counting. Well, um, it's anyway, not linear, is it? It's not. It's, it's not definitely linear. not linear. Uh-huh. And I think it's actually really healthy to point that out to people because otherwise you feel like a failure and beat up on yourself. Correct. But anyway, um, so Unhappy Holidays is an event that is uh, it's a social gathering with a panel of musicians talking about this time of year and performing so it's you know it's a concert slash discussion about how this time of year can be very triggering and difficult for you if you're missing your loved ones if you're in a bad relationship if you're lonely if you have substance abuse issues all of these things that kind of get jammed down our throats that we should simply be having a wonderful time Mm. maybe we're not and um that might sound like a miserable theme to go out and um you know kind of talk about but for me I actually performed at this event when I was newly sober and I was very nervous you know to talk about kind of being an orphan at Christmas and and uh, grieving and having a very complicated relationship with alcohol and I found it to be just the most joyful event because no one there is expecting you to put on this kind of brave fake happy face and um for a lot of people, just simply getting out of the house and being around people is such a challenge. And so hopefully just knowing that you're going to be surrounded by a bunch of other people that get it and are there to just support you. And, you know, this word gets thrown around a lot, but it really is a safe space to just show up and um, have a holiday gathering that doesn't have to be kind of, you know, fakey, nicey, we're all thrilled you know, so even I could show up. You to could that? show up, right. and you know, you don't have to smile. But it will be great. And so we have, um, <laughs> we've got amazing musicians. We've got Mae Simpson. We've got Joanne Parker. We've got Diane Miller. Wow. Um, you know, star-studded. It's going to be great. And and I love the fact that they're all women. But we didn't like make a big deal of it being an all-woman lineup because guess what? No one does that when it's all men. It's so. true. Wait a minute. It's going to be great. Oh, I'm sorry. Now we're, now we're working on equality. Okay. You know, I told you I was full of feminist rage. I, well, you know what? Continue, continue to guttural. be full of guttural feminist yes. rage. What I like about the sound of the event this evening is that you can show up and you can yeah. feel the warmth of their people. But if you want to show up and you're not sure you're cool being in public or for whatever reason, yeah. whatever it might be, you could sit there quietly and drink it all in. I mean, yeah, the, the way just the take world it works. all in. And, and hopefully, you know, I mean, whenever we do events, you know, for dissonance, 
we, you know, it's always about the arts and about listening to great music and being entertained. You know, we did a massive, you know, fun block party um, back in October. And, you know, it's always the music that draws people in. But, you know, musicians are real people and they have real stories. And, um, you know, it's definitely, it just kind of shows you a little peek behind kind of the highlight reel that we all share. You know, like social media is like, I have a gig. It's going to be great. I'm wearing sparkly pants. But, you know, <laughs> once you once you show up, we can talk about we can talk about some of the other stuff, too. I mean, a lot of people write songs that really dig deep, but we don't hear kind of some of the stories behind those. And so that's what's interesting about a panel discussion is, you know, people really kind of open up and, and talk about what makes them feel creative. And um, maybe they have some, you know, some kind of tips for how they deal with, you know, feeling sad this time of year. Are you telling that me? Kind of thing. That Katie Vernon is more than a pair of sparkly pants. Not always, but sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've gone too long. I would love, since you have your instrument in your hands, I would yes. love to hear one more song if you're yes. okay with that. Yes, and this is my original Christmas song I wrote uh, a few years ago. I was inspired by the event on Happy Holidays to actually write this. Um, and it is about my kind of complicated relationship with Christmas. And it sounds very upbeat because I am upbeat, but the lyrics are a little <laughs> sad. All the stores are full of shiny and pretty things Bubbles and bows and chocolate and diamond rings All that glitter and gold makes my head spin But the only stuff that matters ain't a thing It's never gonna be the same So it's gonna be a shame Cause I know my Christmas wish ain't coming true So I gotta find a way to make it through the heart always a little hard Can't say how I feel in a simple card So I try my best to hang up my pretty lights But without you here they never shine so bright It's never gonna be the same So it's gonna be a shame Cause I know my Christmas wish ain't coming true So I gotta find really really freaking gorgeous but amidst the sentiment of the song because i'm a big lyrics guy and i love the feel and the play 
I don't know if it's the ukulele or your style of play, but there's something about the very deep and deeply steep tradition of British skiffle music mm-hmm. in the way you played that song right That's there. Interesting. Not everybody knows skiffle, mm-hmm. but that kind of rhythm you were playing yeah. right there, I feel is very skiffle oriented, <laughs> yeah. don't you? Yeah, I think, you know, it's funny because when I was recording um, my uh, last album, um, Kevin Bow was like, were you like in the music hall, like in old tiny England? <laughs> like, where did this come from? <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's you know, I mean, it's just, all in the, there somewhere. Dude, there, there's that totally. vibe in there. Like, and yeah. I, I would not pretend to be a scholar on skiffle music <laughs> at all, but I've heard enough of it to know the vibes, the vibration, and the yeah, sort of I don't know, I don't know, the deep portent and storytelling that is involved there. It just sounded like my favorite Christmas skiffle song ever. Oh, that was really lovely, Katie. Love well, thank you very much. Thank I've been you. told it's a little too sad, and I'm like, you know what? Though there's a lot of people that feel that. But it's not too you know? sad. Like I mean, it's not. It's no sadder than Blue Christmas. Well, I mean, I, I mean, basically the for same God's song. sake, really. <laughs> I mean, but doing I believe those the universe seeks a balance, right? Like yes. you can't appreciate one without the other. It's a yin and yang. It's yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It get as philosophical or not yeah. as you like. There needs to be a balance in there somewhere. And I thought yeah. that was lovely. That was beautiful. Well, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. My mom loved Christmas, so I like to. You know, I do think of her this time of year. Yeah. And, you know. Uh, yeah. It's it's. It's a good thing to remember your loved ones, even if it makes you sad, to include them in your traditions. Cool. Almost made it through a whole segment without crying. (laughs) Cool. Sean, when, uh, so if people are going to go to your thing tonight, that's at the Music Lab, and they can find out more at, where would you Uh, say? Yeah, I would say dissonance.org. We're all over Facebook, too. So if you look up Dissonance on Facebook, um, I think there's probably a band called Dissonance, too. So it's not that. But, um, and then let's see here. So Dissonance presents Unhappy Holidays, and it starts at uh, 7 p.m. tonight. All right. And tonight, and so this, you'll only have a very short period of time. But before we say say goodbye and talk about more about our Patreon event coming up on Sunday, Sean, I have neglected to turn to you at any point during the show because I'm a bad friend, a bad coworker. Oh, come on. I think people are still listening because of of her songs. Not they're really good. Of, they're not. They're just waiting for my Edina Realty commercial. Well, you are a realtor for Edina Realty. How's that going? It's going well. It's been really busy. It's been a great year. Um, feel very fortunate for that. And we're planning for next year. So, if you know of somebody that's looking to buy or sell, now's the time to actually talk. It may sound weird, but a lot of homes are not ready to go to market right away. I've got one of those. Yeah. So if you know somebody that's looking to buy or sell, let's plan now and I can come out in the next several weeks, the next month or so. Let's take a look at what you might need to do to get it ready for the spring if that's when you're looking to move. 612-859-2594. And I always donate to a local uh, band or musician. Katie doesn't know this yet, but I'm going to be uh, beyond the Brian Oak Show. I'm going to be doing some extra donations to the performers that have come along to join uh, Sarah as well. And I'll be doing that on Sunday. It's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year. In all sincerity, <laughs> yeah. if you have any realty needs, talk to Sean first before you go to more mercenary, evil, almost probably conspiratorial bastards, probably Nazis, actually. Talk to Sean first, <laughs> all right? Um, Sean, actually, the fact that you donate a portion of every buy or sell to a local musician Amazing. speaks to the person that you are, so well Thank done. Thank you. Thank you very much. I hope it's... Uh... Something that just helps a little bit, you know, for the area musicians. 
Okay. Hang on. <laughs> just pulling her back online here. I'm going to be just fine. Everything's going to go just fine. Um, Katie will be, uh, here's the weird thing. I haven't seen you in so long, and now I'm going to see you two times within three days. That's because so you will be joining us on Sunday. Yes. Sean, what's going down on Sunday? So we have our Patreon event. We apologize because we had to kind of throw it together because we couldn't find a venue. And then there was a venue that had a cancellation and they got a hold of me and I was like, oh my gosh, let's do it. Right. So this Sunday, the 11th at 430, which is after the Vikings beat Detroit. Correct. Yeah, we're going to be at Beast Barbecue. We're going to get slaughtered. And you heard it here and first. I know. We're I, know. Get I just totally hexed and us. Two, and the yeah. Lions of all teams, we are going to get slaughtered and on Sunday. they've been beating everybody lately. I know I they know. have. <laughs> sorry. Never, I just, ever, I had, I Murphy's lauded, and I'm so sorry. No, no. But I, 4.30 after I, the I Vikings would, get pummeled by the Lions. Oh! We will, uh, oh. We will be licking our wounds mm. and pulling the thorns. From the, no, so we'll we'll be uh, enjoying ourselves. This is what I'm hoping to get me really into the holiday spirit. By the way, go on. I think between the original songs that we're going to hear from these local artists, yeah. and some of the classics, and just our friends and family being there, I cannot wait for this event on Sunday, four thirty to seven. I know. By the way, I know we've been trained to say no or maybe over the last couple of years because of the pandemic. Go on. It's time to say yes. Say yes. Get your ass out of your house. And go enjoy some live local music with us. We're paying the artist. It's free to the people attending. Yes. Please say yes and show up. Sean and I understand. We don't want to be up until 11 o'clock on a Sunday night. (laughs) F that. 4.30 to 7. A little snack, maybe a drink, whatever you're into. Enjoy some amazing live music. Again, that roster of people is bulletproof all the way through, up to and including our guest today, Katie Vernon. Before we bid our fond farewells, I do want to thank Smart Start MN. I do want to thank Moxie Wealth Management Group. I definitely want to thank AudioQuip. I don't really ever feel like we give them their proper due. Every piece of technology that's in this room right now is here because they put it here and they make it sound like an actual podcast. They do really good work. Nate and his entire crew, they're good people. If you have the need for audio equipment, I don't know, maybe you're um, the MC at an ultimate Frisbee competition, but a winter one. Think about that. Oh, man, that's an idea right there. Right? I'm just, I, look, I, all I do is come up with million-dollar ideas. <laughs> the sad part is not really much of a follow-through guy. Anyway, audioquip.com if you'd like to learn more from them. And make sure you look for that little red logo with the A circle because carpetbaggers out yep, there. Yep, yep. Just like audio with Dissonance. Dissonance is a light blue with a little red <laughs> Dissonance Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, just so you know. Yeah, there's definitely a band out there with the same name. And probably a whole cult or something. Katie, um, (laughs) let me ask you this. So, you know, you have been extremely frank about the nature of where your band has gone, the nature of how you've been living your life, the nature of mental health, everything else. As you look forward to 2023, and I want this in all sincerity, and there's no obligations, but I mean, like, are you looking forward to a new year? Do you have expectations of a new year? Are there things you dread <laughs> about the new year? I know that's a big question, but but, but I mean like 2023, Yeah. how do you feel about that's it? That's all good. Um, I'm excited. So I definitely have got all these new songs bubbling up. They're mm-hmm. ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to form a new band. It's getting there. We're making plans. Um, I would love to get far enough along with that to actually start recording a new record. 
Um, and I need to get back to the UK. It's yeah. been 2019 since I've been, and that is just mm. unacceptable. Got to see your brother. So yeah. I have to get back yeah. over there. It's yeah. not quite the same thing, but the Oregon coast is <laughs> yes. my home. It's where right. I mean, it's not my home, but it's it's ground zero. Yep. It's where I reset. Yep. And going back last week, whew, oh my God, it changed everything. So mm. when no, you say I go totally back to the UK, where are you going to? Well, always London. You yeah. know, I was born and raised in London, and right. I have two brothers in London, so have to go there. If I can make it work to play some shows and, you know, jump around the country a bit, yeah. I would do that. But, you know, if that's too ambitious, uh, just London. If I could get to the seaside, that'd be great, too. I do and like the British seaside. Stonehenge, because everyone knows <laughs> that Katie Vernon is a druid. <laughs> All so. the locals right, love to right, go there. Right, right, right. Well, I do gig. need to get to Wales as well, because that is also my my roots are in Wales. I would love to get to Wales. Um, you also <laughs> have a gig coming up with uh, on January 20th of next year, right? Oh, yes. Well, we have a lot. That's the first of many absolutely fab gigs. <gasps> Wonderful. Um, so when we say sparkly pants, I have full sparkly jumpsuits. Well, and you know friends. that when I say sparkly pants, mm-hmm. I think we've had this conversation before. <laughs> my love of ABBA knows no boundaries. I, I wish I had um, worn, I was going to wear an ABBA shirt. There's no reason to do that here. one out. Well, I mean, it's it's <laughs> Christmas time, right? But I mean, like, so when you, d- you have an ABBA tribute band yeah. that really, I mean, here's the difference. We talk about this on the show all the time. True believers. There's a difference between people who are just doing a thing to do it Mm -hmm. and true believers. I believe that you are a true believer. True believer. And you know, it's so amazing because I love to sing. Mm -hmm. I love to dance. Mm -hmm. When I I love to sing original music. It's very, very, you know, um, inspiring and rewarding. But there is nothing like singing a song that absolutely comes from your soul and your history and your upbringing and is the reason you're dancing around on stage in the first place and sing that to people that feel the same way about it and when I sing thank you for the music and people are weeping and cheering for me which is my favorite part but they're also (laughs) weeping um I mean it doesn't get any better I'm like this is it man this is my this is my life's calling it's all it's alchemy it's sorcery it's it's the whole bit what is ground zero for whether it's ABBA whether it's your stuff and if people want to keep track of what you're doing and when this new music that you've been talking about so Mm. much might finally start bubbling up what's ground zero for finding you on the internet well you know I I said two weeks ago I was quitting Twitter and uh, I quit Twitter for three days because I'm addicted to Twitter. So um, you can always find me on Twitter, whether I want to be there or and not. And where do they find you on Twitter? Uh, Katie with a Y, like yeah. Katy Perry, Vernon. Katie Vernon on anything. I'm okay. Katie Vernon Music on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. KatieVernon.com is my website, if people still use websites. They do. Um, and I'm on Spotify. So, you know, listen to me on Spotify, Apple, Music, iTunes, I'm on everything. Are you able to do your ABBA stuff or ABBA stuff online? Or is it like uh, copyright we, weirdness? Yeah, no, yeah. we haven't recorded anything. And, you know, oh. I, I have way too much respect for ABBA to put my versions out there. <laughs> but, uh, and they're out there again. I mean, good for them. It's incredible. But um, so, no, there's no recordings of anything ABBA. But we have a Facebook page, ABBA Salutely Fab is the name and um you can follow our shenanigans on there on facebook and are you on Bandcamp with your kitty vernon yes, music? Okay, yes. Good. 
Bandcamp too. Yeah, so you can actually pay for music. That's what I mean. That's <laughs> where you. you that's I, where, I don't know where you're coming that's from. That's where the artist makes the most money. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if we're ready to start promoting what? the notion of musicians getting paid. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Sean, easy fella. All right, let's not put the cart before the horse. Um, um, I want to go back to the very beginning of the podcast because you said slings and arrows, and uh, I'm a drama major, and so I know that that's from Hamlet because I'm a nerd, and I actually funnily enough have the term slings and arrows in one of my songs and i went to facebook when i wrote that song to say can i crowdsource whether or not this is too pretentious and i was encouraged nope it's not too pretentious it's just right so i have a song called latest disaster which is a disco song about everything going wrong in your life and basically uh one of the lyrics says i strayed from the straight and narrow i suffered the slings and arrows and it's right there in my song. Oh, and Brian brought yeah. it up earlier. And so I was like, you know what? I have suffered some slings and arrows and bounced back, actually. <laughs> but I did think it was a little pretentious. So. <laughs> you, you know, know but, but again, yeah, it, 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 wasn't like it, you did, it wasn't like you did 12 lines of Shakespeare. No, I didn't. No, no. You just made a one. very quick reference. I like and let's just, be honest, how many great one. songs have a quick letter, literary reference in yes. them? Yes. I mean, a few. All Zillions of them. Zillions. The Brian Oak would probably know the answer to that. No, he wouldn't. He's a college dropout and surprisingly less learned than Uh, you otherwise might assume katie it's lovely to see you and i hope you have a great holiday and um oh i guess i was gonna be like oh it's gonna be amazing merry christmas i'm like it will i'll I'll see you in a couple days it'll be fine we'll We'll talk then all right um sean thank you very much thank you brian welcome home yeah oh man that's okay i'm just looking at this picture right now oh that is one of the my favorite ones right there stunning pictures of the oregon coast yeah no it's it's desolate it looks like i'm at the edge of the earth And it was cool because you could see where it drops off. Right there at the <laughs> no, flat the earth, earth point. No, the earth is actually flat. No, you I, can see where the water pours off. I knew off. you'd find it if anybody yeah, would. No, I was able to. It was amazing. Katie, thank you very much. Uh, we will see you very shortly. You want to know more about the Patreon event? Where would you say people should go? Well, I emailed them. Oh. Uh, but check your spam. Yeah, yeah. And it's also on Facebook, a Facebook invite. Uh, and new the new person, I'm going to go try to look you up right after this show. And get you invited as well. And we've got room, so feel free to invite uh, a few extra friends if you'd like. Um, and it'll be it'll be a great event that I think will get everybody kind of into the holiday spirit. It so. food, drink, and yep. four incredible Minnesota musicians, up to and including our guest right now. Tell me about your final song that you're going to play for us here, Katie. Yeah, so um, this next song is going to be something that I play at a very exciting gig coming up right near us here at the Parkway with the incomparable, amazing, genius, and just lovely person, Mark Molman. How did I forget? I I mean, like with all the other stuff we were talking about. I know. I've been a a nerd since his debut album came out. (laughs) And on the cover, there's a weird little faded picture of him. He looks like a baby. Oh, my God. A baby. Funny. He's amazing, and I read I read his book he wrote a few years ago. I actually left it in a free library by the British Seaside because I thought, mm. you know, travelers might enjoy this. Yes. So I, I after I finished it, I left it there. And he is doing his annual Peace on Earth show um, on December 17th, and he was nice enough to say that I could sing actually a couple of originals, which I was amazed by because I was looking at all these great covers. Um, and he said, if you have any songs about friendship, encouragement, support, 
And I was like, oh, yes, I do. I have a few. You know, that's a big thing. Usually I'm just trying to encourage myself to get out of bed in the morning. Um, so I decided that I'm going to sing a song called Suit of Hearts. And um, you can play the recorded version of that. Um, and hopefully everyone will enjoy it. Yeah. 